The medical health information provided during this program is for general information and educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. None of the given information is for the purpose of diagnosis or treatment. Neither does this program serve as approval for any health product or brand. This program aims to enhance your personal health and wellness through the adoption of healthy lifestyles and your prompt presentation to the health professional whenever you suspect that you are ill. For treatment and professional advice, ensure you consult your physician. Welcome to Say Yes to Good Health with Memorial Hospital. I'm Melanie Cole and I invite you to join us as we discuss how cardiac and pulmonary rehab can improve your life. Joining me is Tyler Hall. He's a certified respiratory therapist at Memorial Hospital. Tyler, I'm glad to have you with us today. I think that what you do, cardiac and pulmonary rehab, such an important part, and people don't really know what they are. So why don't you start? We're going to start this first half with cardiac rehab. So why don't you tell us what cardiac rehab really is? Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be with you. So the cardiac rehab obviously has to deal with the heart, and we'll kind of get into the pulmonary side of it here in a little while. But for cardiac rehab, we do phase two, which is outpatient. So people are coming from around the community that have had some sort of heart issue, and they are, you know, they're coming in here every day for roughly an hour. And then they're going home at night. So it's not an inpatient thing where you're in the hospital. You know, you kind of come in and, and do your thing and leave after an hour. And you do that roughly three times a week. The program is set up. It's a Medicare-based program. So the sessions run, you get 36 visits, which equals out to 12 to 18 weeks. So when you do the math there, it's three times a week for 12 weeks is 36 visits. The Medicare standard, I, I tell the people, that they, they kind of give you a little leeway with this, the 18 weeks for doctor's visits or bad weather or, you know, whatever comes about. You just don't feel very well at all that day and you, and you have to cancel. With that grace period, you don't just lose that day. We just make it up on the next day and that, that session kind of rolls to the end. So that's kind of the... The basis of, you know, your days here as far as what qualifies you for cardiac rehab. So you have people that have had coronary artery bypass grafts. You have people that have had heart attacks or a heart valve repair replacement. Coronary uh, angioplasty or a stenting can be somebody that's had a heart or lung transplant, plant, sorry. And then somebody with stable chronic heart failure. So those are kind of the the stipulations you had to have have one of these, they call them an event, to get into the program. As far as how you get directed here or whatever, it's typically by a cardiologist. So we deal with cardiologists kind of all over our community. And then, you know, some, some hospitals that are several hours away, but they, after the person that's had the procedure, they've gotten out of the hospital, they're well enough to be on their own or with some help, you know, some home health help. They contact me and I basically take it from there. I verify their insurance is going to cover because that's always the first question that anybody has is how much is this going to cost me? You know, so I I verify the insurance is going to cover X amount, hopefully a hundred percent. 
once I do that, I get the history physical from the doctor, the procedure notes of what exactly they had done. And then from there, we take it and we bring the person in and do an interview, which is no more than sitting down, meeting me, kind of telling them what they're going to be doing in the rehab, setting up dates and times that their their visits are going to be. And after that, you know, we get started usually that following week. So that's kind of, uh, you know, in a nutshell, how things get started. Well, that was an excellent explanation. So... Tyler, you mentioned something near the beginning called phase two. Not everybody knows what that really means. You've mentioned some sort of cardiac event, whether someone's had like a heart attack or, you know, they've had a transplant or they've got heart disease. For whatever reason, their doctor recommends cardiac rehab. Tell us a little bit about what those phases mean, because back in the day when I was starting in cardiac rehab and doing it, you know, we got people right up the the day of the event, but back in the day, they didn't, right? They they used to stay in bed sure. for a long time. But sure. now, even right after a heart attack, someone gets up out of bed, starts walking around the hallways, then they get to go home, and then they get to come see you. Tell us what those phases really mean. Absolutely. So there's really not a whole lot to it. There's one, two, and three. So the, the phase one is just simply... The person has the event, let's say heart attack, and after they are stable and in the hospital, they do some work with them there, that's phase one. The person gets well enough and is able to go home. Phase two is where I come in. So it's the outpatient. The person, hopefully, you know, is good to go. Things are functioning correctly, and they can come in here on their own. They can drive. They can use our transportation services and do their their course here. And then there's a third phase, which is a maintenance phase, which is you've graduated the, the cardiac rehab program and you are able to come use our facility, use our equipment. We basically do everything that we did in phase two other than putting them on a cardiac monitor. So they're just here I don't want to say it's just like a gym membership, but it kind of is. It's, you know, they come in, they, at this current time with COVID stuff going on, they're being screened at the door. They have to wear a mask into and out of the hallways. But once they get in here, you know, these people are typically not younger for the most part, and they've had some sort of lung or heart issue. So they're able to come in and maintain what they've gained in the program for as long as they want. Um, I just recently had a lady in here this morning. She was my first patient ever. I've been with the hospital almost 10 years. So she off and on, she's been very consistent of coming in usually two to three days a week and utilizing our equipment and our space any day, anytime she wants. So that's basically how the three phases break down is it's in the hospital, then it's outpatient, and then it's maintenance. Okay, so, and I want to get into Memorial Hospital's free maintenance feature of the program, but before we do that, tell us a little bit. You mentioned about that it's sort of like a gym, and with COVID, obviously, we're doing testing and whatever before, you know, just monitoring, checking temperature, that sort of thing. Sure. Is it a class? Is it one-on-one? Is it like personal training? I'd like you to tell us a little bit about what people can expect from Memorial Hospital's cardiac rehab program. What exercises? What are you doing with them? 
Sure. So it is like a class. You know, there's a, there's some education going on. Um, it can be one on one. Again, with COVID, yeah, we kind of broke it down to that. Especially in the height of everything, it was one patient and myself at a time. Our current standards now are we are basically full go open for business. So there are times where it will be like this morning, which is a Thursday. It was just myself and one lady. But on our Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, which are our typical patient days, I can have anywhere from uh, three, four patients. Um, yesterday, I think we had some, uh, like I get a spouse that brings her husband. She's welcome to come in. You know, I'm not going to make her sit in the car for an hour. So she's welcome to come in and sit down. So at times I'll have five, six, seven people in here at a time, you know, but it's all about what the person's comfortable with. You know, I, everybody's different and... If they specifically want a one-on-one time, absolutely, you know, we can make it work. So yeah, it is a class. We provide education on nutrition, their medications, making sure they're taking the stuff correctly, what exactly they had done or, you know, the procedure that they had. And then the, as far as the exercises go, treadmills, recumbent bikes, we have a lateral trainer, which is where you're your legs kind of go sideways. It's kind of a wax on, wax off thing is the easiest thing to think about. And then some new steps, which are, you know, pretty standard in most uh, rehab facilities. So that's kind of the the gist of it. You know, so we, uh, we take blood pressures, oxygen levels, monitor their heart rates and rhythms continuously throughout the day. Well, it's a good closely monitored program. Tyler, also the camaraderie in those classes, I remember because it's older people generally, then that camaraderie really helps each other because the the thing I love about cardiac rehab is that it is an upbeat. You're you're recovering. It's not something downhill. It's something uphill. So before we finish here with our first half of the show, tell us a little bit about the hospital's free maintenance feature of the program. What does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, it is a camaraderie thing. I, I've got patients in here that have built strong relationships and they it kind of shows them that, hey, I'm not the only one going through this. There's people from 40, 50, 60 up to 90, and it kind of gives them that ease of mind that, all right, I can get through this. As far as the free maintenance goes, it is what it is. You know, like I said, it's come in, use our equipment any day, any time, and we're one of the only ones around the area that I know of that where it's 100% free. I don't charge anything. You know, I figure through their time in the hospital and their insurance and all that, they've more than paid for coming in and using this stuff for an hour. And we're continuously, you know, in healthcare telling people, you need to eat right, you need to exercise in this. We don't want that to just happen in the 12 weeks they're here and then they quit. We want that to become a lifestyle where they do this stuff multiple times a week for essentially the rest of their life. What a great part of the program that is, because as you said, it's something that has to become a part of their life and a behavior, right? And learning how to eat right. And Tyler, now I want you to tell people what pulmonary rehab is, because I don't think everybody, we've heard the term cardiac rehab from a heart attack, you know, but what is pulmonary rehab and when would that be used? Sure. So pulmonary, it is, it's kind of a... It's not a new concept, but it's, you know, when I talk to people about, I, I say I'm a respiratory therapist, but I do cardiac and pulmonary. They associate cardiac with the heart and pulmonary with the lungs. But as far as what it is, people just don't have a clue. So it's a program, once again, a Medicare-based program to help 
people deal with whatever lung issue they have. So the typical people that I see, COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is by far the most prevalent here. Um, we also deal with people with chronic bronchitis, uh, pulmonary fibrosis, emphysema, asthma, lung cancers, that kind of stuff. And basically what we're trying to do is, one, teach them about the disease and the progression of the, the particular disease that they have, but more importantly, how to deal with that disease. You know, it's one thing to have it and say, okay, I've got COPD, I smoked for 40 years, you know, it's going to get worse, but what do I do about it? There is some help out there in programs like pulmonary rehab where it is an exercise-based program such as, or the, you know, essentially the same as cardiac rehab, but it's focused more on how your lungs function, how they're supposed to function, how that person's lungs are functioning, and then how are you going to be able to live your life and do the things that you enjoy doing when you have a lung disease, you know, and... And it's nothing major like they want to run a marathon or something like that. It's more, how am I going to be able to do my housework? How am I going to be able to do my yard work? Going grocery shopping and the typical day-to-day things that I think people don't have lung disease and younger people, we don't even consider. You know, we just live our lives. But these people, everything they do makes them shorter breath, makes them fatigued, makes them just completely out of energy. And we try to set up a program with them to say, hey, this is manageable. You need to do these things in order to help yourself out. And just like I said in cardiac, this is something you need to do not for a couple of weeks, but for essentially the rest of your life, you know, if you really want to get better. Well, certainly true. Now, how does somebody, you told us that it's a Medicare-based program and you talked about cardiac rehab before, but how does someone get referred to the program at Memorial Hospital? What has to happen? Is this something the doctor makes the referral? Do they have to, like cardiac program, have to have had an event or just suffer from one of those pulmonary diseases? So it's a little more... I would say loosely based, the person is free to call myself anytime. Whereas cardiac rehab, it's not typically like that. You know, you had to have had something happen. This is, you know, we'll just use Joe as an example. Joe is having trouble getting around the house. He's having trouble breathing when it's hot and humid or when it's cold and windy. He's free to call me. So Joe doesn't have to have a doctor's referral to call you? No, does not have to. I would say typically does you know, from a pulmonologist, a doctor, something like that. But by no means do we have to. We have a medical director here, Dr. Papella, that's, you know, willing to look into the person, get a history physical on them. The person doesn't have to have a pulmonary function test. We do those right here at Memorial, and that's something I can order. So we basically have it down to where we make it as easy on the person getting in. They don't have to do really any footwork. We take it all once we have their, you know, basically their name. I can look into it and get them started hopefully very soon. Once again, check the insurance, make sure they're going to cover the service. Once that's done, I get them a pulmonary function test. If they don't have one, then I get a history and physical and we do an interview again where coming in, meeting me, kind of explaining the program, dates, times, all that kind of stuff, setting up a schedule. And then from there, we we take off. 
Wow. And it's great that they don't need a referral. So listeners, you can just certainly call Tyler at 217-357-6836 to get connected and to start a pulmonary rehab program if you are suffering from COPD or asthma or one of the things that Tyler just referenced. So how does it differ? from cardiac rehab, you said it's an exercise-based program, but pulmonary, I mean, there's some other things that go on, right? Do you work with them on breathing, on using inhalers correctly, because not everybody knows how to use those things. And tell us a little bit about how it differs from a cardiac rehab exercise program. Sure, so they are very similar, but they're also different, if that makes any sense. The exercise, the machines and stuff they use, all the same. So I do pulmonary and cardiac in the same space here. But how they differ is, like you said, we're doing education with cardiac patients on how the heart functions and what they had done. It's the same thing, on the other hand, with pulmonary. Let's say you've got COPD. What is COPD? And how does it progress? And how long do I have? Stuff like that are always questions. Yes, we we work on how do you take your medications? Because like you said, there's, I don't know, a a bunch of different options of inhalers and dry powder inhalers and that kind of stuff. And I'm not taking anything away from doctors or nurses or therapists or whatever, but quite often the people come in and they, I say, have you used your rescue inhaler? Have you used your Spareva or whatever it is? And they, oh yeah, I've used it four or five times today already, you know, and it's nine o'clock in the morning. So you have to give them an education on This is how you take it. This is when you take it and why you take it. And, you know, you kind of see their eyes light up and they're like, oh, well, that makes sense. I've just been taking it, you know, let's say a rescue, a maintenance inhaler where they're supposed to take it once, twice a day. They've been taking it every time they get short of breath. So that does happen. And that's something that needs corrected because the medications, if taken the right times, are going to help. But if you're taking them more you're going to run out. They're going to kind of wear off and not work as effectively. We also use different breathing devices to help increase their lung capacity, strengthen their diaphragm, just different little techniques like that. It's some simple breathing techniques that we naturally kind of do as you get more short of breath, but you don't know you're doing them. I kind of explain those processes and hopefully they'll implement them throughout their day. Now, tell us a little bit now about the the free maintenance feature of this program and how do you work with patients because i imagine smoking cessation is a big part of this sure and especially in the free maintenance feature of the program as a follow-up you're helping people to continue to keep those healthy lungs for as long as they can so tell us a little bit about how you work with that part of the program yeah so smoking cessation is part of the program You know, if you're coming in and exercising and doing everything we're telling you to, and then you're going home and smoking cigarettes, that, you know, you're kind of defeating the the purpose purpose, as it was. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So I'm not one of them people who's going to harp on you and tell you, you got to quit, you got to quit, you got to quit. I I don't think that works. You know, I'm just, I'm young enough and I'm a male, so I'm stubborn and hard headed. And if somebody's saying, hey, you can't do this, don't do this, don't do this, you know, the rebellious side of me is probably going to go, well, you know, I'm going to continue doing it anyway. So I don't take that approach. It's more of a coaching like, hey, this is why you shouldn't do it. And these are the benefits that you could see if you quit doing this. So, you know, and it kind of, it's case by case basis on how much they smoke and how close they are and setting quit dates and that kind of stuff. So 
and I tell people that it's an individual-based program. There's nothing that says you have to meet these requirements in X amount of time. I see people that are higher functioning. You know, they can, they're early in their COPD or their lung disease and they can function, but they've noticed, hey, this is getting a little bit harder. But on the flip side, I, I've seen and have people that are severe, you know, COPDers. They're, they're, I don't want to say in stage, but they're, they're later and more advanced in the disease that it, everything, and I mean everything, getting up and going to the bathroom is a struggle for them. So making it an individual-based program where they don't have to go as fast or go as hard as the person next to them on the next machine really kind of puts them at ease because at first they're they're anxious like oh you know betty's doing 20 minutes on the treadmill at this speed and i'm only doing two like I, i'm just sure not that's a it. common thing where people yeah look it, at it happens all the everybody, time everybody that's right now so in just this last minute here tyler and what a great program i love what you do for a living so Please just wrap it up with your best advice for people about cardiac and pulmonary rehab programs at Memorial Hospital. Absolutely. So I guess for a wrap up here is take advantage of programs like this. You know, they're all over the country and they are, I don't want to say easy to get into, but they are very, very beneficial programs that if you just put in a little bit of work and you take the time to just show up, we'll take it from there. And that's what I tell my patients is the hardest part is getting in the door here. Once they're in the door, we take it over and things go very, very smoothly. But you got to make, you have to make it a priority. I hear it a lot that, well, I've got this and this and this going on. I don't know if I can do it. And I always tell them, that's fine. I understand there's other stuff going on in life, but you have to make yourself a priority because the other stuff's not going to get done if you don't take care of yourself. So they really have to make it a priority to, you know, make themselves the priority, if that makes sense. You know, take care of yourself first and then the other stuff will come, but you gotta get started now. Great information and so beautifully put, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about the program at Memorial Hospital and to learn more about cardiac and pulmonary rehab at Memorial Hospital, or to make an appointment with Tyler, you can call 217-357-6836. And you can always visit our website to learn more at mhtlc.org. That concludes this episode of Say Yes to Good Health with Memorial Hospital. We'd like to thank our audience, and we'd like to invite you to download, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast. We have so much great information in our Memorial Hospital podcast library as well. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. The medical health information provided during this program is for general information and educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. None of the given information is for the purpose of diagnosis or treatment. Neither does this program serve as approval for any health product or brand. This program aims to enhance your personal health and wellness through the adoption of healthy lifestyles and your prompt presentation to the health professional whenever you suspect that you are ill. For treatment and professional advice, ensure you consult your physician.